Another sign the election is close with the release of the ACT Party list. Of course, a couple of sitting MPs drop, a couple of newbies get elevated into almost certainly new jobs in Parliament, if not government, of course. ACT Party leader David Seymour's back with us. Very good morning to you. Morning, Mike. Now, apart from wonks like me, and probably you, obviously, does anyone look past number one and two in all seriousness? I think some people do, but uh, the, the main thing that people ask me is, you know, do you have that? We, we need you, we need the change. Do you have the team to deliver it? And I think we can honestly say the answer is uh, yes, if you give your party vote to act, uh, these are the people you get. Uh, some of them are experienced parliamentarians already, others are high flyers from the corporate world, uh, from academia, others are builders, people that work with their hands. We've got town and country. Uh, we've got three candidates on our list who are actually born under communist regimes, fled to New Zealand. Uh, now standing for act. So uh, there's quite a, a range of people, but they're all united under the banner that we need real change in New Zealand. So in spruiking that, once upon a time, and I haven't checked for years, you guys kept it simple. You simply sat in the committee and you picked who you wanted on the list. Do you still do that, or are there writing criteria, got to have a certain number of women immigrants, etc.? No, we don't have any kind of uh, quotas, if you like. Uh, we select people, basically, uh, first of all, do they believe in the party values? We want personal responsibility, personal freedom. We want the government out of the bedroom, but we also want the government out of the boardroom. Uh, second of all, are they a team player? Are they going to work for something bigger than themselves? Um, and third, um, do they have the, the skills and the knowledge uh, to actually go straight into government? So if you look at a guy like Todd Stevenson, uh, you know, he's a from Southland, very successful corporate career in Sydney. Uh, he's now coming home. He's been committed to ACT uh, since it was actually founded. He's, he's worked for the party when he was younger in the late 90s. Uh, he's the kind of person who could operate as a minister on day one because wow. he's been in that high-level corporate environment. Uh, that's the kind of person that, that we think uh, should be an MP. Which was my next question, because I, I remember years ago talking to you about the list, and you were very bullish on your list, and that uh, the problem with small parties, you end up with a whole lot of ropey people, and we've seen it with New Zealand First over the years, and to a lesser extent, things like the Alliance. And, and there are people, in fact, the Labour government now, there are people who get into Parliament that never in their wildest imaginings thought they would be there. But this bloke, Stevenson, if you believe the polls, you'll be in government, and he's potentially not only just in government as a newbie, but in a cabinet minister. That's a big ask, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Look, a number of people have done it in the past. You think about uh, Stephen Joyce, uh, you think about Chris Finlayson, uh, no matter what you, you may think of them, they were people that had a, a pretty substantial career that was similar to working at minister uh, level before entering parliament, and they became a minister straight away. So Todd's someone that I've known for a long time. I, I'm quite confident he could do that, um, as could Paramjit Palmer, who's got six years of parliamentary experience. Um, but as could Simon Court, for example. I mean, we're talking about potholes uh, this morning on a, a lot of shows. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not sure that throwing money at every problem is the answer. I agree there is a big problem and a lot of the things being done in transport are the wrong priority. Uh, but what probably needs to happen around potholes is the level of uh, contracting and the tightness of the contracts, the accountability for maintenance yep. has gone really wrong in the last decade. Uh, Simon Court as Minister of Transport could sort that because he used to be part of the Auckland Roading Alliance that maintained the roads, so he understands what's gone wrong there. Well, the speed hump uh, at $300,000, something's not right, is it? 
Well, I agree with that, but you know, I just make the point that throwing money at every problem won't be an option in the next government because, uh, unfortunately, Grant spent it all and a hundred billion more. Uh, the losers: Tony Severin, uh, nine to fourteen; Chris Bailey down to seventeen. Why? Well, I just make well, the answer. The answer why is because a lot of uh, very talented people have put their hands up, and it's been a tough job for the ACT board over three days deliberating, trying to work out how to do this list. But I also just make the point that uh, when Chris Bailey was made number four on our list in June 2020, uh, the TV1 and TV3 polls had us uh, getting four people in. Um, there hasn't been one of those polls for a while. However, the Taxpayer Union Courier poll uh, had us getting in 17. Uh, so that means Chris Bailey is exactly where he was three years ago, and I think we're going to keep rising. Uh, Tony Severin, um, you know, at number 14 on our list, I think is pretty safely on, on any recent poll will be re-elected. So uh, those people, you know, are the way things are going, uh, if we keep working hard and winning people's trust, okay. uh, we'll be back in Parliament. Have you got a ratio for Cabinet, by the way? Have you worked that through? So if you get X vote to National, you form the government. Do you get a set number of seats depending on the vote? How are you going to work that? Not, we haven't really thought in that level of detail because we've always been focused on the policy. So our preference is a tight uh, working relationship with the Nats, implementing a plan to turn New Zealand around. That's, that's what we should be doing. We don't know how the National Party will respond to uh, the need to actually share power and reverse a lot of Labour policies. That's two things, and I'm not being... Frankly, it's just true. They've never done those two things before. Um, so first, we're focused on the policies. We can get an agenda to deal with the place of the treaty in a democratic society, reduce the size of government as a spender and a regulator in a substantial way, and then start dealing with how much knowledge are we passing from one generation to the next instead of what currently counts for an education curriculum. Uh, then we're in business. Then we can talk talk about the ministerial slot. So um, I'm not trying to be difficult. It's just that that kind of calculation comes a long time after uh, the policy commitments. Appreciate your time. David Seymour, the ACT leader with us this morning. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 6am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.